Hey everybody, before we begin the episode, I just want to give a warning to some of our more sensitive listeners, because this film that we are discussing this time around contains graphic, sexual, and gross imagery. So if you are easily bothered by things such as bodily fluids, strange sex stuff, and just all-around nastiness, then this episode may not be for you. Also, and I think this obviously goes without saying, but any threats that you hear in this episode that are made to public figures is obviously pure comedy. We're all just joking around, we're all just having fun, being dumb, and full of cum. For those of you who are strong enough to stomach some of the nastiness we'll be talking about, I think you're going to have a good time. This is easily, hands down, one of our most entertaining and thought-provoking episodes ever, and uh, I think you're going to love it. Alright, without further ado, let's get on with the episode. podcast you are about to listen to contains heavy spoilers so if you have not seen the featured film we are discussing in this episode please pause now and go watch before continuing this prison with spears using where are you going just leaving but where i have to return some videotapes cinema show videotapes we be returning them hoes and you know we cleaned up from the head to the toes Lisa Rebecca they be eating the pizza Julian got long hair looking like Jesus don't mess with us we gonna beat you to pieces fuck the cops and fuck the cops the title of today's movie is Cuso by the flying lotus you should already know we got a new dance so just go with the flow to make the body dance and to make them hips go your knees down like you about to pick it up It moves from side to side like you don't give a fuck You got the rhythm down, now don't be a lame Just stick your hands out, now I'm moving the same And do the Escobar Do the Escobar Come on, do the Escobar One more time, do the Escobar Do it Alright, uh, ghouls, phantoms, and other, uh, I don't know, paranormal beings. We're here for another fantastic Halloween episode. We're here, I'm your host, Joe. We've also got... <laughs> I'm Armand. We didn't say the name of the podcast. This is... I no, have we re- didn't. I have to return some videotapes starring... Joe and Armand, but we also got a lot of other people. Who wants Damn to go straight. first? Roll call. We've got Jules, the Jules Nintendo Boy. Back. Yeah, aka the Nintendo Boy from the Super Mario episode. Slash furry. That's that's that, that's the fun fact about me. Yeah, just I too much Nintendo, 
too many walking animal people. <laughs> too much. <laughs> You've got the milkman, Leech. Leche. Leche. <laughs> That's true. Um, new to the podcast, you know, a new challenger approaches. Uh, we've also got Archie. That, that's it. <laughs> Do you remember from the face-off episode? Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. And last but Excellent. not least. Hi, I'm Rebecca. <laughs> that's that. <laughs> that's that on that. Beautiful. Also another newcomer. Um, friends, this is a jam-packed episode. It's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of opinions for a very quite the movie, Armand. What? Please tell us. What did you uh, recommend? <laughs> last <episode? laughs> what a movie! <laughs> I am Scott. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, so I recommended that we would watch Kuso, directed by Steve, aka Flying Lotus. If you uh Is that who that was? Love that man. Yeah. A man of many talents. Um and I how do you describe this movie? It's kind of like a series of vignettes. A series of vignettes in this like I guess post apocalyptic world where and a lot of gross body shit. Uh gonna put a disclaimer at the top of the episode, but Oh yeah, we will. Yeah, like there's a lot of just grossness uh there's doo-doo there's uh there's vomit there's there's come come lots of lots of come so much come little pussy juice way more feces than there was come yeah a lot of shit well i don't understand why there's a disclaimer to be honest the word kuso in japanese translates to shit (laughs) so oh yeah that's actually what i was gonna that was gonna be one of my first questions is what does kuso mean yeah, because the um, I think it ties into the overall like purpose of or like the message of the the film. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't want to step on your toes. Do you have it? Um, do you want to do the overall? No, bio no let's get right into it, Archie. What do you think the message of the film was? Well, <laughs> I want to know <laughs> because it's it's interesting that you bring up uh, Kuso and the fact that it means like shit. Because in addition to come. Shit was also another huge aspect of this, you know, and um, it's, I think it has to do with the ideas of art, hell, the underground, and life. Oh, wow. Like, so just to start, like, just to open up, like, the, the idea of hell and the underground, you know, it's a theme that, like, is to unpack maybe a, a, a little bit, like, throughout the, the podcast, because in the beginning, bus driver's initial song is talking about the underground mm-hmm. and how God lives the in them. Yes. Uh, quick, quick aside uh, mm-hmm. for those who don't know, bus driver is a rapper in Los yeah. Angeles. Okay, go. Very poetic. Shout, shout out to bus driver. That shit was dope, dope as hell. Mm-hmm. That was really man, good. Man spits. Yeah. Man spits. Yeah. And um, in addition to that, another theme uh, that expands, uh, another scene uh, that expands on the underground theme. Is the the Asian female who lost her baby or has um, is searching for her baby to eat it? Yes, yes, her baby is on the other side of the wall, and she needs to get it to mm-hmm. eat it to survive. And so it feels like she's in a personal hell, but 
the voice of presumably God, uh, voiced by David Firth. David Firth. Salad mm-hmm. fingers. Said that you need to go into the hole, and the lady says that it is hell. You know, and that's another mention of hell. And the entire like everybody's life, of course, just seems like shit. You know, um, like Zach Fox. Just to fast forward a little bit, <laughs> Zach Fox says that the earthquakes makes made everybody angry. And the woman, uh, what was uh, the rapper's name? Uh, Buttress. Buttress uh, made the notion like maybe it's the earthquakes, but she's also alluding to something else. What could that something else be? Mm-hmm. Personally, I think it's um, it was like that craziness within everybody, within the human mind, and w- within the human soul and the existence plane, <laughs> you know. And that's that goes into what hell is, you know, like this sort of absurd plight, you know, not to go too far into like the whole absurdist Albert Camus, but the you know the distance between wanting meaning and the universe telling you, yeah, I don't I don't give a shit, you know. Um, and this is where the shit comes in because the doctor uh the <laughs> played by the great george clinton helps to alleviate so many people like uh zach foxes who's afraid of tits you know with very his friend mr quiggles yeah mr yeah. quiggle mr quiggles <laughs> come on in <laughs> clinton says that um he quote he says that's that shit that's that shit. Whenever, that's that doo-doo. That's that doo-doo. <laughs> Whenever Zach Fox's character finally gets something out of the soul. And to tie this into who's George Clinton is, the funk. Or something funky. Mm-hmm. Funky as hell. Oh, wow. Something that goes, you know, comes from deep inside. That's what Parliament Funkadelic's whole thing was about. And so he, uh, Zach Fox's character produced something. Produced a piece of art that was related to his life and he was trying to move forward and also to tie that back into um i'm sorry what was the uh the rapper's name one more time buttress buttress mm-hmm. whenever buttress uh was talking to her two friends uh played by hannibal burris and donnell rollins <laughs> um friends uh donnell rollins character said her owners? <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're pretty quotation <laughs> yeah who who killed <laughs> Her family and like murdered everybody in her yeah. life. She is their well, slave. You know, the <laughs> Donald Rollins has said, "We we saved you from Tim and Eric's crazy ass um, <laughs> to to make sure that you had quote no alternative types of companionship." And then Butcher said, "What about?" And then it transferred to her music video, which you know that was a bi- that was her music that was her, a byproduct of what she was, you know, of what she was uh, of her life and you know and it plays into George Clinton, the fact that that thing was coming out of his ass, you know, and that, that was some funky shit, you know, coming right out of the ass. Funky shit. Funky, it, funky as hell. Archie. You know? Yeah. If I could expand upon some of your ideas yes. about hell going forward and just descents and continuing on. You see that across all three of them, right? With Smear, you see this kid, presumably kid, <laughs> with this ritual, this routine, this repeated process, like, throughout. And once you see him for that final time, it looks completely different. Everybody's not even fucking paying attention. Mom's passed. Continuing on. And same thing with, what was it, a royal pushes on, continues to this extreme point. Mm-hmm. All, all are yeah. pushed to extremity and horror. And Mr. Quiggles, for example, where <laughs> that goes, where it... Yeah, just <laughs> pushing forward into hells, pushing forward descents, and 
along with that life as well. Tunnels, a lot of mouth trauma, yeah. a lot yeah. of teeth <laughs> shit, which, <laughs> Jesus. Orifices. The, the Porpoises, the just the grossness, especially with the close-ups of the mouths. Oh, yeah. The pimples, zits. Yeah. And, as, yes. and at the end in the videos where they use that dental equipment that show the full range of teeth. Yeah. That give you easy access. Like, I think that's pretty clear-cut with that intention mm-hmm. of look. Look at this ugliness. Wow. Look at this extreme. If, if I made it further explore upon the ideas that have been raised here I, i'm 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 going to be controversial and i'm going to say that kuso unlikely though it may be is actually a family movie <laughs> come on and i want to hear about royal the boil in this context i want to enlighten me so there there, there is I would say w- within the film, there is a lot of, of subtext involving family more or less directly. Uh, for example, in the actual, in, in the majority of, of the anthology pieces, right, with Royal the Broil, um, it, is, it is inviting the unexpected into your family, into your established relationships, and, and looking for the good in, in in this in this strange way, it is trying to invite the the initial reaction for Royal the Royal is an unexpected surprise. <laughs> yeah, that's right? one way to put it. <laughs> yeah, and, and th- this is going to be thematic. This is going to be fucking disgusting. Um, <laughs> am I am I am I allowed to curse on the podcast? Yeah, this is yeah. my first time oh, on here. Fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> good. Um, shit. <laughs> uh, topical. Um, uh, pile of horse cum. Topically applied. Uh, I thought I thought Royal was sexy. I was gonna say it. That's all. We'll I come back to, to that. Who else popped a stiffy with Royal the Broil? <laughs> Royal the Broil. <laughs> <laughs> the Boil. I, what was his fucking name? I don't fucking yeah, remember. Boil. Boil. The Boil. It was a boil. I wanted to <laughs> broil my eyeballs if that's uh, well, valid. The, okay, so you still have given nothing in regards <laughs> to this. Jesus Christ. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Please explain. We need you to elaborate. How is this a family film just like okay. uh, Carrie Fisher said that Star Wars... It's the, about family. The Rise of Skywalker was about family. It's family. It's what it's really about. Yeah. Fucking Fast and Furious. It's like uh, it's like poetry. It runs. Um, so no, but it, Royal the Boil in, in this case is an unexpected surprise. It's it's something that has been covered up. It's something that the the the, the woman has been scared to reveal to her partner slash brother. I think hmm. were they siblings? Yeah, they they had the same dad. Based off the phrasing of her when she said, when she was shaking, I'm like, I even tried out dad stuff. Like, I feel like they both said dad. Yeah, that's what she, I I forget the exact context. It was in regards to removing the boil with like a chemical. Um, Just to expand on the, uh, on the family thing, like um, those two, they, uh, you notice in the beginning that honestly that was that was the grossest scene to me like the the initial part time whenever um the guy was getting uh choked jerking off you know like uh the lady that was that was the 
gross that was the grossest scene to be honest. And before he came, he had a vision of the dad and that and the girl also had a picture of the dad okay. on her dresser. And it was also mm-hmm. the dad mentioned in that animate that initial animated segment. Because yeah. you see a flash of like that picture right. with the hat. And we would see a picture of the of the dad on the on the dresser, which is Flying Lotus, by the way. Is that him? That's him. That's and, yeah. and then the, that, that first <laughs> anime part with the voice, that's him. It's a little distorted. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it was really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, he would never uh, insert himself in the lady. Only until the boil, like that. That's when they became a family. And it's also, you know, to uh, that. Um, <laughs> I mean, they they, they reached peace between each other. That's right. They literally reached peace. (laughs) Like they. (laughs) So So your your point's been confirmed. Came to a point. This is thematic. It's going to become horrifically relevant as I as I as I continue (laughs) onwards. So (laughs) let let's look at let let's boil down. The the the, you the this this anthology <laughs> no. section this this is part of the story, um, so the the woman is hi- continuously hiding from the beginning from the beginning is, 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 is a thing is on her neck hovering a or, around the, the the boil is is refusing to reveal it finds it shameful and is having a hard time coming to terms. With the boil, with its with its status, and in fact, the boil itself refers to the woman as my creator, my mm-hmm. the the person that spawned me. So within that context, oh, yeah. it it is there. There is already the the beginning of the theme of family, the beginning of the theme of like progeny, the beginning of the theme of of this almost like pseudo like Freudian. Uh, in, introspection analysis into a family dynamic from a degenerative point of view. I would say that that this this film borrows a lot from people like David Lynch, another uh, Flying Lotus collaborator. And I would say that it is it doesn't play on ideas for the purpose of of being cognitive of its own um, narrative, but rather plays on ideas for its capacity to be evocative, mm-hmm. as opposed to being able to convey any single idea. It tries to evoke emotions and analysis, so that any narrative that you create, uh, like Carl Jung. Or, or, or even Freud would say, develop in its own psychosexual narrative. Oh. So. This is a very sexual movie. It oh, is yeah. obscenely yes. like, sexual. And it is. Right. is it, it very is, body. Theme. Not enough pussies. A lot of assholes. A lot of Cock assholes. and balls. Some dicks. A lot of dicks. A yeah, lot every, of Everything uh, but the pussy. Yes. Tits but was the one. Pussy, there, was, there, there was one pussy and it was during... It was when can I call him one eight eight rapist? Yeah. Can I oh, call yeah. him he's a, a, yeah, he's a fucking he's a rapist? Fucking rapist. Yeah. Yes. When the rapist was him fucking Heidecker. the rapist. Not an was actual rapist, but playing a rapist. Yeah. The I, rapist I was that. fucking that that thing, and mm-hmm. that was only no. time Next I can you, remember. You're mistaken. A what about the commercial during the Zach Fox? What's the name I of that know, show? I was. Covering my eyes. There was, there, there, was, was, a tra- a there was a commercial for 188 Rat Oh, yeah. And, and it shows yes. the, the girl. Like, you see Bush, you see Booby. It Boobie? was basically like tentacle porn. Yes. But that was like the second time. I can't think of another time that it happened. Yeah, so maybe okay. two the pussies. Because 
Sorry, Joe. Sorry, go. Yeah, the closest was when um, um, Buttress. I don't know her name. I forgot her name. That's in the her. Movie, but Buttress yeah, <laughs> that's Buttress. Brings out the remote from her pussy, but you don't get to see it. That that remote is up in there. It's just covered <laughs> in mucus. <laughs> mucus. Okay. <laughs> pussy juice. Pussy juice. Although in this reality, you never know. That yeah. shit oozing. Oozing. But. <laughs> With it's funny you mentioned the pussy thing, and maybe we, we can transition into the Zach Fox one, which is called I think it's called Doctor Qu- Mister Mister Quiggles. Okay, um, that's the only time vagina shows up, I think, and it's very gay. Wait, what are you talking about, Mister Quiggles? Yeah, that's coming from an asshole. Well, I mean, yeah. when pussy shows up, because it's about the dude's fear of tits as well, like the entire yeah. Like the entire uh, film, that's the only segment that shows the vagina. Wouldn't the absence of vaginas make the 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 message and the evocations of the film even more explicitly Freudian? I don't know. I didn't study Freud. That guy's a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) He is a piece of you fucking cokehead. Uh, I know. I sold it to him. Honestly, I I think that. Like the phallic imagery or like vaginal imagery, like those are, it has to be like a symbol. Like the mom getting gang banged, the guy masturbating to that thing, and then the pornography scene. Yeah. Those are pussy images. Mm hmm. Like, I. They're, they're, they're images of pussy, but they're not pussy images because they're not, it would have to be like a flower or something. Or like, you know, like, you know, like, like actual, like imagery that, that, Shows like that, um, the symbol and the and the whole, like the image and and what it means. You know what I mean? But this is it means so, the the um, the the images of the vagina and, and the, the penis, like everything. It means something, but it's like it has it has like a like a whole ass other other like larger meaning. I think <laughs> it's trying to say something conceptually. You know? Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. I I actually I did not get the vibe of family through this. Movie. I actually thought <laughs> I, agree. I I thought it was uh I thought this was like legit. Um I mean I thought this film like uh had a little bit of a hint of like an alien invasion which with like the you know the like raw chickens swimming around oh, like, yeah. the ships and shit. Yeah. But I thought this film was about uh like sexual liberation. And I thought that's why they focused so much on like you know, like conception and like uh, and like abortion and stuff like that. You know, this film in um, general is just about life. Yeah, just I guess the, so. the the body, like just the so. flesh, the excretions, the tunnels. The fact that we're essentially just got holes running through us. We are a tunnel, mouth to asshole. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> 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 it's. it's there's a lot focused on like bodies because it's what I remember about one of the animation sequences in the Mr. Quiggles one is that Zach Fox's like CGI body when the skin is peeled it's just eyes so all eyes on you eyes on a body you know those with you know certain mental conditions paranoia Mm -hmm. fear Looking, being looked upon. Yeah. Look at this face. Look at this body. You're seeing all these faces covered in those like acne, those scars, the boy with the cyst, like a lot of. I wouldn't call this a body horror film, 
because it's it's just it's just human details mm-hmm. in an extremity. It made me challenge my perspective on like the human body. It, what yeah. is acceptable? It really made, it it, really like, made me think about acceptable. Mm-hmm. Like it really was like, huh? Poop is just there. Yeah. All this is natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's just taken to the extreme. Everyone you see is like covered in like, yeah, like pimples, boils, like rashes, any types of like, like, you know, quote unquote deformities. Or no whatever. one had perfect skin. Yeah. No one. Right. Right. I thought that was a, like a commentary on like HPV because that's, you know, mm. pretty common, I guess. But. Even Zach Fox's character, he looked the most okay, but even on like the left side of his face, there was a little oh, yeah, patch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a little war. patch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not as extreme as Buttress's character. Oh yeah. Or some of the others, like the boy in Smear, but still, it's there. Yeah. I. His ass was very. Oh, bumpy just, and jeez. Oh, George Clinton. Oh yeah, George Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. His ass had blisters. His ass. I just can't believe that the fact that somehow Flying Lotus convinced like this funk music legend George Clinton, who has done you know some weird shit in his life. He's he's a, a very out there dude, and even he like when like they asked him about this movie, he was just like, "This is probably the craziest he's a bass player, thing right? I've ever done." No, he's a singer. He's a, a singer, singer for Parliament Funkadelic. Okay, I think I'm thinking of like. Bootsy? Bootsy calls. Yeah. Thinking of Bootsy. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Bootsy's great. Yeah, but... Bootsy is great. <laughs> Even from, um, from that, from the idea of George Clinton being connected and what all of you guys are saying about, about the body, it feels like it's, it has this theme of, like, elevation, but starting from the body, like, um, the fact that it's, uh, a kind of a post-apocalyptic, like, post, it feels like that's connected to, like, the absence of God, like, post- modernism and whatnot and also uh having to find like that transcendence not starting from like looking up but starting from building yourself from the ground up as having a body and trying to elevate uh through the mind Mm. wow (laughs) damn we got some fucking students in here some grade a critics is there English major. It's Socratic, yeah. uh, Armand. Minor. I feel like a dumbass. There is a... a and, and this is relevant to the current social climate, unfortunately. Mm. There is a theme uh, explicitly of, of, of motherhood, it seems, mm. in this movie. Mm. Um, between the, the, the skit with the, the, the anthology piece with the, the woman that's like trapped in a tunnel, right? Yeah. Is that yes. one called Sock? Yeah, Sock. 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 Yes. Yeah, that okay. one. Yes. So Sock, the woman is trying to, to reach her baby, is trying to eat her baby. <laughs> uh, I guess a, a postpartum abortion in a sense. And, and nonetheless at the end of the of that anthology piece doesn't she get swallowed by the baby yeah <laughs> um yes. potentially a perspective on the encompassing nature of of motherhood the way some might perceive it to your to, children outlive you your your children outlive you your children become your life and uh, as such uh your god is from the underground the womb <laughs> um once you're dead, then you're dead. Like, e- eventually, if you start to live for someone else, if someone's life becomes paramount to yours, upon that dedication is also your tombstone. 
your 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 perceptual hopes and dreams. Um, similarly, an, the theme of motherhood is also uh, brought up with these skits by with, with that feature the buttress, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in this one, it's it's not even necessarily the the implicit like the the mother in in sock is clearly uh, reverential. I, of the baby uh, see, sees it as potentially a form of life. If you consume the baby, then it continues to sustain your life. If you uh, bring up your hopes, if you send in your, your by, by consuming its life, you sustain yours by, by imposing yourself upon the, the child, you continue your, your legacy. Similarly, the buttress is all, is almost a, a a contradiction in trying to avoid having to face that perception that that perspective yeah. that that position where she is now she she was first of all forced upon mm-hmm. um, this child um, and and is now seeking an out receives that out but also is someone that is it, throughout the entirety of the skit also shown as someone that has. Uh, hope, streams, and talents already of their own. It's almost uh, a a, con- a continuation of that story. Sock is almost a continuation of the Buttress's story from a different angle, from a different perspective, from a different future. Um, the Buttress, in this case, avoids uh, avoids falling into that hole. Continues to live her life for for what it is. Um, but then Sock offers a different perspective. I want to say. Uh, the 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 kid what's his what was the name of that skit do y'all remember smear 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 also follows on the 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 concept of of a family mm-hmm. um and 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 it, it just that's the only one I will give you that is about family <laughs> normalize your normalize your mom getting gang banged right yeah. like well, as soon it, as as go. soon as he left worked for Forrest Gump well that's what that's what's shown in the repetition right he Is didn't that, even he didn't even turn back he was but, like yep they're here but that's shown in the repetition right the same thing the the, the ceremony before he goes to school with a no C and a K only <laughs> I just love how that last guy just fucking picks her up and she looks so giddy mm-hmm. she's just like oh hell yeah hoist like, her up <laughs> And they're like, like, all right. Hell yeah. <laughs> I just let out a poot. You just farted. That was awesome. But this um, uh, thematic. I'll just say, speaking of farts. Yeah, there's a lot of farts. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, let's, there's let's, so many. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, that, that is on par with it. Um, to, uh, to talk about like the, the idea of like tragedy and youth, like for one, Sock, it, it reminded me of. Uh, one of Frank Goya's paintings. Uh, it's called Saturn. You know. Oh, thank you. Uh, Sock reminded me of one of Frank Goya's paintings, uh, Saturn. That, that depicted Saturn eating all of his babies. What a visceral like painting. Yeah, like God. to out out of fear of of um of them growing up and overpowering, you know. And that could also be like wanting to uh, consume their youth, which which might uh, play into why. The mother in sock asked, like, prayed God, prayed to God for health and strength and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, uh, which can uh, show the signs of like a, a fleeting, uh, f- a fleeting, fleeting youth, just like in Frank Goya's painting, um, and that's that's 
uh, just something that I noticed in that. To reinforce those ideas of outli- children outliving you, um, they become you. Don't forget the uh, David Firth God cockroach in her head goes, do not worry. Jiminy Cricket. For that is your, for that is your baby. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Like, don't worry. It's going to get you. <laughs> Fred, tread not. It is inevitable. Yeah. I, I think it's it's interesting now 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 looking at it that that it is the, the in in the beginning bus drivers section which seems to be the most disconnected from all the anthology pieces since it doesn't necessarily have like the same imagery it's more or less just pure slam poetry uh preparation for almost like loosening your 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 mind your senses even that could almost be related back to in exposition the 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 concept of 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 continuation life and death progeny legacy and the the way we relate it's it's um it almost feels like okay looking looking too deep into it when when you make that relation like your god is from the underground right but then again the sections that explicitly like feature this god are the ones most explicitly about a relationship between a mother and her child um and and so like when you pray you cannot fuck around david firth presents as god and then it, immediately it, it, it's just this this reverential attitude towards towards the baby sustenance progeny legacy all, all these ideas and then of course a bus driver uh even in that section my son asked me if we would live my son truthfully asked me if we would live um we see already in the exposition of the narrative it itself, the the ideas, I I agree. And it's a family movie. Yeah. Put this shit on Disney, you know? Hell yeah. Surprise is not already Disney on Plus, Disney. where you at? Pick this up. <laughs> Just because it's about family does not mean it's good for all people in your family. Oh, Look yeah. at the pursuit of happiness. It's about, it's about, about a family. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that's your fucking five-year-old. Are you saying that if Will Smith was in this movie, Will Smith, draw a bit But more Will Smith in. would have to play the boy in Smear. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's a good choice. I think... I think um, wait, wait. Joe? I would say to point out in Smear, his little black pyramid hat, his little swirl of poop. Yeah. Just thought it <laughs> pretty oh, obvious. Yeah, yeah pretty market. obvious. <laughs> I didn't well, catch that. Only clicked about, like, what we were talking Well, that's the one like most full of shit. <laughs> was, that, that. was that guy his father? Like the guy in the... In the, the, the guy that like he's always smearing up in, shit on. The, the little butthole thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, like because they keep like going back to like that fucking stupid photo, <laughs> the fucking photoshopped Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, again, uh, as we mentioned, David Firth heavily involved in this film. He actually pretty much taught Flying Lotus how to like do animation, and like also helped out with a lot of like some of the animated segments. So Armand, yeah. let me he ask. He also oh. co-wrote this. Yeah, he co-wrote a lot of it. Is poop birth imagery? Yes, it is. It is uh, birthed every almost day. Almost like rebirth imagery. I would, 
argue, right? Because a lot of the, like, you know, they do smear a lot of shit on each other throughout this movie. Lubrication. But I feel like when they smear shit, it's it's almost like going into a new layer of, like, uh, maybe even kind of consciousness in a way. You know, it's all, like in that, in smear, right? When the boil kid is smearing shit on the tree butthole, man. Um... <laughs> There's a lot of like, like every time he does it, it's almost like a new layer of madness. You know, it's like sometimes it's animated and sometimes it's just like what I put in my notes is I can only describe it as like digital hell, you know, like 3D fucking generated uh, uh, craziness. Um, Him. But it, yeah, it, it's like a, it's like a different, um, a, a different way of seeing, you know. Almost philosophical in a way. Speaking of philosophical and smear and feces, it just like appeared to me like with children and adults, when they break and smear feces on the wall, the one thing it's about is control. It's the one thing you have control over. I have this. I created this. I move this. A lack, like sensory issues, lack of outlets in which to expel energy look at it in smear even though it's absurd all of these are absurdist oh, there yeah. are funny moments throughout this <laughs> My- smear is still a broken home the, <laughs> the three muscly men walking into that house you know oh, Jesus. <laughs> the whole thing and i feel like that one also implied that the, the the woman that's feeding him isn't even his mother it's it's a, a caretaker of sorts because isn't there a shrine to his parents Something like that. Something I thought it was like to, to just his father. Yeah, I thought it was just the father. Hmm. To expand on the idea of uh, of shit, I wrote down that uh, shit. I thought it was a byproduct. You know, it's just like um, emotions and like the art we do is a byproduct of life. And yeah, thank you. Um, and with the byproduct, you can choose to do whatever the fuck you want with it. Like you with can, the baby. That's mm-hmm. right. Yes. What you take in, what you consume, yeah. and what you expel, mm-hmm. and what you give. You can cherish it, or you can flush it. So, for for context, this isn't my first time watching the movie. Yeah. The last time I watched it was when it came out in 2017, mm-hmm. but... Uh, it's 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 such a unique film that it's it's memory is quite uh <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it's burned in um i think and i i did watch it with armand archie did we watch it together Were yeah you, yep. we were there i i have terrible memory was this your first time watching yeah it was both julian and rebecca's first time watching and, and so I, I out of curiosity i almost want to hear the the perspective of someone that's cons- I uh, I gagged trying to use the word consume. <laughs> I gagged watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I am scarred. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Poor poor Rebecca has has been witness to. Yeah. Many. Well, look, I I asked Leech beforehand. I was like, uh, do, "Are you sure? Is Rebecca know what she's getting into? Did you warn her?" I did not know. Because <laughs> I, I am a fan of Flying Lotus and yeah. his music, and I just saw uh, Yasuke, right? Oh yeah, the, and yeah. that was so beautiful to me, and I was like, "Wow, I love this little female uh, main character moment. Mm-hmm. Love that." 
and then I, I'm exposed to this. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm on the other end. I'm more of like a horror movie guy. I, I also not, love. I've heard. Movies. I've only listened to one Flying Lotus song, but that's mm. why Armand, Armand, Armand here invited me. Was oh hey, check this out. Me, Armand, Joe, we saw Flying Lotus. Yeah. Yeah. Best concert. concert I've ever went to, um, and this is also my first time seeing this, and I. Armand warned me a little bit, and um, I I was like, oh, this is really, this is gross, like, for sure. But I still, it's weird in that a lot of the scenes in this movie are gross. Mm-hmm. But in parts of, like, um, especially, like, Sock, you know, that whole um, anthology part, I was, like, so engrossed. Especially when they were doing, like, you know, the imagery with, like, the TV and stuff. Yeah. It was, like, this is so strange that I am almost, like, so um, engaged to understand, like, what happens next. I also really like the part where um, Buttress was talking with her, like, they say interdimensional roommates. Transdimensional. Transdimensional, excuse me. Transdimensional roommates. And it's... I don't know. This film also has a lot shout of out, things to say about the media. Shout out to them for helping her out with the abortion. Shout out to cocktail yeah. torture. Fuck, <laughs> fuck babies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love how like they're just getting high and watching like dicks getting stabbed, like fake fake dicks getting stabbed right in the pee hole. See, those are clearly fake, but man, the wooden royal, they put all the money into that fake dick. <laughs> they put so much money. <laughs> I have to agree. Yeah, to me, I think that's like the most extreme part of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's probably- like it, it, oh, it, yeah. was, it was the only part where I was like, that was a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, I think that the abortion, like the, that abortion part, that really got me. Oh, like, yeah, that I, was, I was fucked like, up too. Like yeah. more, like on, on a deeper level, like than than the even the beginning scene, which I thought was the grossest. Like I was, I was like, oh shit! And when she was holding the, the little uh, embryo, I was like, oh shit! Like that, that's what she was like. Eh. And then smokes from it. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was awesome. It's also she, like the fact she that she's wearing a shirt that. that says like "acid hits in bars" and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, yep, let's smoke this fucking shit. And um. um the shirt that she was wearing before said, "We're survivors." Oh yeah, or we survived. Yeah, we, we survived. survived. Or we, yeah. yeah, we survived. Yeah, exclamation yeah, that weird. mark we. or period? I, uh, exclamation! Because yeah, we survived. Because yeah, like basically the whole there's like mention of like an earthquake happening, and like that's kind of like the connecting tissue to all the other like um, like uh, separate pieces of this film, this anthology of sorts. And yeah, it's just kind of building a world upon that. You know, I was um, I was also really hit with the um, the scene where like Buttress is basically um, I guess she's just trying to put in a tampon. But then uh, you know that scene, and then the other scene where um, Tim Heidecker is like I don't know, like trying to have sex with the like sex cube or whatever. <laughs> I, she was but. taking a. A uh, pregnancy a test. Pregnancy test. Oh, pregnancy test. Okay, excuse me. Well, I just thought it was so striking that even in this really like, this is a shocking movie to watch mm-hmm. for sure. But there are definitely uh, moments of humanity in it, and where like you know, even though Tim Heidecker fucking pops out of a toilet, 
you're like, oh man, this dude is like, you know, this character is like a predator, right? He's so like weird and so uncomfortable. And um, you really do feel for Buttress and her fucking like, even though her face is just rocked with um, disease and is cataracts. the best way to say it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you feel for her, and like even when she pops up in the scene at the uh, the, they literally call it the coat hanger clinic. You're like, man, I I hope uh, she's okay, and this this works out. Yeah. You know. Like the part where they're arguing between like Zach Fox and Buttress, like it, it feels very, like not realistic, but like it takes you out of the like humor and the like mm-hmm. body stuff, even of like real world commentary oh, on. Like I've, I've heard right. this conversation before. Like I've I've been in this conversation before. Real world commentary on abortion and. And then Tim responds the exact, sorry, let's not even call him Tim. The rapist responds the exact way you expect, and he confronts and controls immediately the moment he's informed. Right. Which just, while we're on the subject of these heavy themes and humanity, and like, of course, the humor in this, in this movie in general, it's not going to leave my brain from here on out. Yeah. The scene where the rapist goes, it's like fucking a dead dog. Oh yeah. By the way, I heard your mixtape. Sounds amazing. <laughs> and it's like just like breakneck transition. She's like, yeah, man. Like, well, thanks. Like, just it's that juxtaposition, a very extreme yeah. juxtaposition. <laughs> really made me focus. Mm-hmm. Shows sociopathic nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just like how one can mask and hide intent. And deflect. Wow. Yeah, so many ideas just presented in this movie. Um, uh, let me ask you something. What's up? What's your favorite part of this movie? What's my favorite part? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I really do enjoy Mr. Quiggle a lot. Um, <laughs> and even though Royal is like the most uncomfortable, it's like it really grabs your fucking attention. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, to me. It's like it's something that'll never, as Julian put it, it's something that will not leave your brain once you see it. Joe, do you have a favorite scene or favorite part in this movie? Favorite scene, um, maybe the like. I I do actually kind of like the scenes where they um, literally the scenes where it is just like. I don't know, like the like the three D generated, like it, mm. it's like a, a tunnel into hell. You know, yes. it's like ogres with like these. I don't know. It's like giant massive titties, titties. It's like titty people. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it's you know. so like you know. It, it I guess it's like trying to put a spin on like fucking you know. Uh, windows screensavers or something but it is so (laughs) windows xp screensavers from (laughs) hell yeah it's so crazy and entrancing and even in those scenes there are parts where it, it it does still tie to like um you know, conception and babies and yeah. family, you could say. I think in one scene, there was like uh, Zach Fox's character in it, right? Yeah. yeah. And so it's just so like it feels like it shouldn't tie the stories together, but to me, it actually really kind of did because it's 
it's just this devolve, uh, devolving into madness. Um, it works but, in a sort of naturalist and like realist sort of way where, where like the stories are, they open up in the middle of a character's life and it isn't necessarily like a, a um, like it's, oh, like a very, um, what's the word? It's a very comforting like introduction and conclusion. It more just plops you in in this character's like seemingly ordinary life, but like just also like crazy like significant um, occurrences in their life happen. Mm -hmm. You watch them, and then they, it happens, and then afterwards they just continue on with life you know and it doesn't have like that feeling of a, a singular like like closure it doesn't have the f feeling of they, true closure they like, don't even give you a title to begin with they just yeah. plop you right in yeah and you're only right. well like all of the different like pieces are like interweave like mm -hmm. woven together and with, along with interwoven all this of course stuff of like family and humans and everything connectivity mm -hmm. you know everything that strings and transitions between the sections of these anthology films is media yeah music videos animated segments television. smear being a video game at one point oh yeah television those are the transition points that's how we bridge those gaps mm -hmm. just like the people like but the boy is often watching media the most it seems oh yeah because he's always the he, you see him the most turning off the tv in his reflection. We did see Zach Fox and uh, Beatrice whenever they were in the waiting room. Mm -hmm. They got like sucked into the TV whenever the music sequence and the... And the, and the ads as well. Yes, the ads. Right. Like whenever... Right. Yes. Like, um, whenever those, those sequences started, they got like sucked in and then um, we watched along with them and then we... It's almost like they snapped out of it at yeah. one point. Even Sock, uh, Sock, you know, turns into like a sitcom. <laughs> like, oh, that was great. Yeah, it was the most get jarring. Your, thing. Get your leg <laughs> out of there. In the fucking laugh track and like the fucking too many cooks font. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anything else? Any notes y'all want to go off of? Um, the the 3D generated stuff, like all the crazy. And I I call it that. To me, that was like if. You gave LSD to syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, it just lost its mind. It just fell apart. Yeah. Oh, my God. Those what, were fantastic. What genre is this movie? Anthology. Yeah. Anthology. All you can say is... Because you, you can have anthologies string together a single idea. and But it's not an anthology like a lot of anthology films tend to be, mm -hmm. which is, oh, small creators, a group of people, y'all do this, y'all yeah. do that. That way we can get this anthology film out by this point. That's a good idea that works, but often the weak point of those is that you're only as strong as your weakest film. Yeah. yeah. But versus this, it's just one big creative team mm -hmm. separating these three ideas. Is, yeah. But is, still weaving them all together with its own narrative. Is this just Flying Lotus flexing? Or like, or like, uh, I don't know, showing his chops because that that would depend upon how he, how like Armand here would perceive oh. the context and how I perceive the context of this. Well, I guess to give a little history on Flying Lotus, he originally started out as a film student. Like he w wasn't. That's right. I mean, he comes from a family of music. Again, his bloodline is people like John and Alice Coltrane and many other accomplished musicians. Fucking wild that he's Alice Coltrane's nephew. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, like at first he wasn't, you know, 
wholly interested into music he started as a film student and then made the transition into a musician so i feel like it's all kind of come back full circle for him to like kind of go back to where it all began i would like so. to uh, bring something about um the the leashes like in his question about what genre this was it uh, it brings to mind like the question how does this make you feel because i couldn't really it was hard to figure out like how what was the feeling it was supposed to be going mm-hmm. during uh, several parts of the of the movie like was it supposed to be comedy was it supposed to be tragedy was it supposed to like was it saying what was it supposed to be saying something potent about our uh, society and um it i still am not sure what how if, yeah. if this even like leans in a predominant sort of way yeah as like so many elements and flying lotus is really um, really showed his chops there. Yeah. Again, this is his first, you know, <laughs> big debut feature length film. So, uh, you know, I still got to give props cause there's a, it's a very bold, bold, uh, direction that he went in. And, uh, I mean, that's the beauty of, uh, making these kind of like anthology things is that you can kind of, you know, touch on, just have like these certain ideas that may just be a little bit abstract, but in, at the end of the day, they all connect in some way. Nice. I <laughs> I don't know if y'all read up about these, but this actually premiered at Sundance. Oh yeah, I remember. And, and of course, <laughs> some people just walked out. They're <laughs> like, no, nope, oh, yeah. I'm not gonna finish watching this. Um, <laughs> but I do think there is there is definitely some merit to mm-hmm. it. You know, there's a lot of themes of course of the ones we talked about and there's even like things that i almost like i had to really like sit and think about later on a lot of the like um you know there's the women in this movie are like um they're like very sexual right they're very like (laughs) there's a lot of talk about sex and stuff but they're also very like um like the women are almost and like a seat of power you know like it starts off with like the sister like you know choking Mm -hmm. uh the other dude and then um the buttress um (laughs) oh she's not necessarily in power she's being held captive by those those weird beings (laughs) donnell rawlings that's true i guess I don't know. <laughs> that fucking Mortal Kombat abortion. That was a wild <laughs> Speak, Bringing up Mortal Kombat, just the fucking mm-hmm. video game samples that they had the, the gall to yeah. use somehow. The wasted sound effect. Yeah. It was that kills in the abortion office. <laughs> oh, man. I love that scene with. Uh, do you know that guy he was talking to that was like a porn actor? Was it really? Yeah. It's Remington Steele, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was, in one of the news scenes, there was a, a news slide that said. Porn actors demand higher salary and nobody notices. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, hey, that's how America views sex work. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you think... Do you think... What? Do you think that guy talking to Zach Fox has an OnlyFans? Hope so. <laughs> of him just teleporting? Joe. <laughs> hmm? What's your favorite part of this movie? 
Oh, I mean, I you know, it was it was the fucking the the descendants into three D generated yeah. hell. You know, yeah, Archie like, asked that earlier. Stone, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I yeah, dose, to preface, we I did. I dosed Julian. Yeah, to preface, Archie dosed us with. He poured them okay. on our sandwiches. Um, I I drank, kind of an amount. I will say an amount. I'm sober. Yeah. Same. Well, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> well. I think that's a great way to watch this film. But yeah, I'm just really glad that um, y'all took a lot away from it. <laughs> it's like, wow, you had like more to uh, say uh, than I did the first time I watched it. Just, you know, processing it. How do you feel the movie has aged for you? I think it's still... I, I think I can definitely see more of the flaws but again, like I still appreciate like the bold leap and just how be, be be critical. Say these flaws. Um, I guess just like some of uh the ant like the kind of a uh, animation, which I get is, can be a stylistic choice. Like mm-hmm. in like the like that first part, um, is a little bit weird. And again, like there are some moments where you know it can be kind of slow. Because it is jarring to kind of be jumping from all these different stories, like, back and forth. So, um, yeah. But, I mean, it still, like, keeps my eyes glued to the screen regardless. I feel like it might be hard to... Well, I mean, it's an inaccessible film already. But I feel like if you're not familiar with, like, Flying Lotus or, like, you're really into, like, weird out there horror shit. That, like, like if you just saw this on the random, like, you'd probably fucking hate this. Like... I don't fucking hate it. (laughs) As I said before, I am scarred. I covered my eyes. (laughs) I tried my hardest to keep my eyes glued to the screen. And that's that's totally okay. (laughs) I think as my my sensibilities have changed, the movie almost seems like rougher to watch Mm -hmm. this time around. There's just more... I, 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 I went into it thinking like I've already seen this nothing's really going to shock me and then I, I right in the first few minutes like that same scene that Archie was talking about where they start like licking each other and like s- smearing <laughs> cum all Re- over Re- each Re- other's face Re- pointing at Leech Leech <laughs> had the audacity to try and kiss me and I was <laughs> like Fuck no! Oh, Move your I, face away. I, from I, I heard Rebecca say something. Yeah, it's also- <laughs> I was like, "You're gonna kiss me during this scene? I can't. I am trying my hardest to breathe. Don't kiss me right now. I am trying my hardest to breathe and keep my body oh. from like not being triggered." Yeah. <laughs> You monster! What the I, hell, Leech? I, I went for the kiss on the forehead because I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> no. Oh my god! J- j- just to like go back to that question earlier about genre, I it's hard to describe this as a horror film because like I think it's just gross. Because yeah, like, when, when our mom was trying to describe it to me without being too detailed, of course. Uh, he was like, "Oh, horror." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." He's like, "Oh, body shit." I'm like, "Ooh, body horror," and he went, "No." <laughs> just gross bot and like when I think body horror I think things m- supernaturally or almost like the thing is the first yeah. thing that comes to mind is right. just shit 
is not doing what it's supposed to do, and it looks extremely realistic. Yeah. Like, but this is just what we do every day. Piss, shit, exaggerated. Fart. Yeah. Well, this is, this is shit that we pretend that we don't do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, that, and that's where the grossest, don't forget, that like, horror comes The in. grossest thing to me was the prize from that uh, game show section was the Goblet of Spit. Yeah, the yeah. Fucking, yes. <laughs> that, oh, was, yeah. that was, that was like, so fucking disgusting. Bring back your bring back this child or something yeah resuscitate or, this child yeah resuscitate this child or <laughs> drink this, <laughs> this yeah. spit. Do- donated by like yeah. local farmers, farmers association or something <laughs> like just th- things that we don't want to think about that we do but <laughs> like, uh, just f- repeated constantly <laughs> rebecca had something to say she was raising her hand i just want to give her a chance to oh yes please to go back to the question on like what you thought was flawed, I would like right now being in Texas in this time, mm-hmm. abortion is not something we that is so accessible. And I wish I had some. Uh, was it trans? Trans dimensional. Trans dimensional. dimensional roommates to just mm-hmm. you know rip out over it <laughs> and throw it at your face. And throw it at me so I can smoke it. I love some That's true you know, liberation right How would you smoke it? Would you uh, blunt, joint, Crack bong, pipe? pipe? Uh, Crack pipe. Gravity bong. Yeah, gravity bong? Yeah. You submerge <laughs> boil that head or little motherfucker. <laughs> sure, let's submerge its head. Okay. Cool. Just to make sure. Yeah. Melt that motherfucker. I do a dab. Yeah. We do like uh, baby edibles or uh, fetus edibles rather. Yeah. And see, oh, the smoking the baby thing goes back to what I said earlier. We are just a fucking big ass cylinder. We're just a tube. <laughs> We just got one hole running through us. And that even, like, that goes into uh, part of the horror, like, and how it connects to right now. A lot of Texas government officials see abortion as something that's, like, shouldn't be talked about, shouldn't be thought about. Mm -hmm. But it's it's a real thing, you know. It's something that has to happen, that that should be readily accessible. You know, and that's, um, that ties into, ties into what you were talking about. Roe v. Wade, baby. Roe v. Fuck yeah. Greg Abbott. Fuck Greg Fuck Abbott. Greg Abbott. <laughs> Fuck so, Greg Let the record Abbott. show. Let the record show. I wish Greg Abbott were not a disabili- di- disabilitated just so I could go to him and break his fucking knees myself. Rehabilitate him. <laughs> re- re-cripple him. I call, I call <laughs> Do Greg the job Abbott. again, but better this time. <laughs> I, call. I, don't want, I don't want him to have legs. I, I want him to know what I did. I want to think about it every day. I Greg Abbott is the one instance where it's okay to threaten uh, a crippled person. <laughs> that is not a legal threat. It's an internet threat. <laughs> so, I will never take a normal shit again. I'll think about my poops from here on out. Yeah. Um, I think you should always think about your poops. I, you gotta be careful. I, I will be forever... Uh, th- just the, the thought, the fact that I had to think this... That shitting is really just birth imagery. You ever take such a big shit, you're like, oh, god damn, look at that boy right there. <laughs> and you invite all your friends to come look, Dude, look, look at look, my bro. majesty that I've created. You ever run away in fear from a poop you've made? <laughs> <laughs> you ever take a picture for later? <laughs> you know, just to- I send my pictures to Leech. <laughs> just to prove that they happen. I one time took a poop 
so big it wouldn't flush down the toilet in high school. And I, I, I panicked because my class was about to begin. And I ran out. Did you? As you should. I couldn't confront what I did, and someone walked in as I ran away. <laughs> and I went to my science class. Fifth period. Did you, did you wipe? Of course I did. I did everything, but it just would not go down. Mm. Dude was like 13 inches long. Too much mm. toilet paper? No, to just no. I, I had too How healthy much? of a poop. It just... Perfect boy. Too many like, school so, lasagnas. So healthy. S shape and everything. Just one a log. Big, just a big snake. <laughs> that shit was That's sh- how you know it's a good poop. Because it's one just log it S kept shape. form. It looks like ready the to S's pinch. you drawn on the desk back in high school. The, the first time I ever considered the viability of being a gay man was realizing that I took a poop that was bigger than my dick. Huh? <laughs> Look what I made. <laughs> <laughs> what was that noise you put after that? <laughs> I don't even know where we go from there. Oh God. Oh man. Can I? Okay. Uh, while we just on a random note, can I just say when they show the nipple ring and they do the sonic sound effect, I got the <laughs> oh biggest God. laugh from me throughout the whole film. Yeah. It caught me so off guard. This is not sponsored by G Fuel, but we would love to get sponsored by G Fuel. I have had a Crash Bandicoot G Fuel, and I've been torturing everybody all day. I, I drank half a Crash Bandicoot G Fuel, and um, I'm ADHD. These are separate facts. I just wanted to put them together. Point it out. <laughs> Tell the world what you're thinking. <laughs> oh, God. I like the transition of that first. Let's say, the, let's say the first section of Royal, where th- the strangling. Mm-hmm. I like the painting on the wall of the woods and how it connected to Smear oh, yeah. and the woods over there. Did you s- call it the strangling? The strangling. Well, the part after the strangling occurred. The erotic. Oh. Asphyxiation. Yeah. The, the erotic yeah. asphyxiation. I thought you meant the Royal got the, strangled. No, no, no. Royal got choked. Smear. Royal got. F- yeah. <laughs> Huh? It was in Smear, right? And then it connected to Smear. The woods of Smear looked like that. Just yeah. very gray. Very brain. It was... The movie is... A lot of reincorporation. I appreciate that in an abstract film. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Greatly. It, it's it's a good way to connect disparate ideas. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good way to consolidate the, the, the art as a whole. It is, it is absolutely art. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people would argue that a movie as fucking disgusting as this as functionless as this it, in it, terms of like a capitalistic product isn't that what but that's what butler was saying she was like this is an art this is like fucking like this, this is people stupid their dick this is the stupidest off. shit i've ever seen yeah, yeah you just don't fucking understand which, which is it. Yeah. which is funny because like at the end like she continues to watch the yeah. movies and like she, and she, then <laughs> for some reason the roommates are now turned off too and mm-hmm. <laughs> about it so it's it's weird would it, would we say that 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 is an example of of reclamation and then the 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 capitalistic process of of once you reclaim something all of a sudden it becomes unpopular due to it being reclaimed mm-hmm. I, I'd say that that probably goes very much into the whole concept of like 
of, of, of abortion, of, like, women's reproductive rights, of, of people's, like, health rights in general, the, the moment health. something is, yeah. is, is, is reclaimed, all of a sudden it becomes almost like a dirty word to, to people that were previously joking about it. Once you reclaim it, it it's almost like, well, the, the joke's spoiled because now the people that are actually, like, originally the butt of the joke are now, like... Uh, part of of owning it because mm-hmm. you know buttress left the abortion clinic yeah mm-hmm. i was just mm. i don't know well, zach fox's me. character got in her head yeah about telling the man and she goes and does it in her interesting way i would have <laughs> gotten the abortion and then told him because it's like it's my choice hmm. but she didn't get the abortion Right, and then she went to go tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. not at the clinic. Right, right. Yeah, because that's then we walk in on Tim Heidegger fucking the uh, yeah. flesh cube. <laughs> oh my god! I did not expect to see Tim's balls in this movie. Not, yeah, not, not, <laughs> hey, wait, his, I didn't see his balls. Wait, I saw those balls. I didn't see him. I think you had to look really close to see the balls. I'd rather not. I know a man's balls when they're. I mean, you were the closest to. Presented the, to me. <laughs> you were the closest. <laughs> oh, I see those balls. <laughs> um. <laughs> to my you definitely just, saw his buns. Oh, no, those were they were no mistaking the, those the, buns. The, the light was on those. Like, that was the center of the frame. <laughs> it was more cracked than Detroit in the eighties. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, any more to say about this film? We've wow, we've really gone all in. It was, I was it, not expecting this. It's it's a beautiful film. Yeah. I, I, there's just so much the artistry, artwork, craft, and dedication, uh, purity of intent, yeah, that you don't get to see often in in, in a lot of movies, mm-hmm. and I, I say that created something that was absolutely spectacular, absolutely beautiful, and I'm happy that this movie was made. Um, it truly is a family movie. <laughs> it, mm. <laughs> But yeah, so I guess we'll all go around and share our final thoughts and then, like, give a rating. What would you rate this? I mean, we usually do one out of ten. You can do five stars, whatever you're feeling. Um, I'm going to do um, 100% nipple ring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, what about you, Jewel? Jules? Can y'all come back to me? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no problem. Do you want to go, Rebecca, or Archie? Archie. <laughs> Man, this movie was lit. Um, like Armand, uh, I also had a little bit of, well, I didn't have, I didn't have like a, like a huge issue with the way that this story was structured, but it definitely did give it a f- sort of disjointed feel. But I'm sure that was intentional. But as as a viewer and whatnot, I'd, it isn't my fa- most favorite aspect, and I also do enjoy like a like a whole conclusion. And I do feel like um, Mr. Squiggle that was the closest one to. Having a sort of uh, some sort of uh, as conclusion to it, or at least a conclusion to it. Um, this is a fantastic uh, first endeavor. Uh, I'll give it a seven point five to eight out of ten. Um, wow, yeah. uh, a, a light eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> In the uh, eight. Anthony Fantano's words, <laughs> Fantrangus words. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I would just like to focus my ratings on the the visual <laughs> art, such as like the the collages. Oh hell yeah! Um, the makeup art, the costume design, the uh, stage uh, props. Mm-hmm. You know, people. Yeah. Ten out of ten, they did great. <laughs> so disgusting. Congrats. <laughs> I'll expand upon what Rebecca said. The mixture of effects was used wonderfully. The way they blended digital and physical. This, the, the 3D even. Like, of course, there's aesthetic to a lot of them that just it can be a style. But I see a lot of that can age very nicely mm-hmm. with, like, how it was intentionally designed. Yeah. We're not at this point of, real, of 3D looking realistic anymore as its purpose. Its purpose is just... Yeah. It's shown in this as a art form in of itself. Mm-hmm. And I I would say as a sucker for even the worst anthology films, <laughs> this having uh, like enough cohesion to really keep me focused and enjoy almost all aspects of it. Yeah. Uh, seven and a half out of ten for me. Possibly eight on rewatches. And I can get like mm. know what to look for, see reincorporation, yeah. catch different ideas. Yeah, yeah. I think I kind of echo a lot of those sentiments. Um, I wasn't, I think, yeah, uh, as I pointed out earlier, some of the jumping back and forth from different uh, sections of different of the different stories going on can be a little jarring, but I think you get used to it knowing that like it's all connected to the same world. And yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's just nothing else like this. <laughs> what other movie can you say has is <laughs> a very stream has a, a streaming a, a, subscription a blow movie. a blowjob yeah. scene given by a boil? <laughs> uh, the new Tom and Jerry movie that's on <laughs> HBO Max. Endorphin mm. Oh fuck! You have to see Tom Blow Jerry. Really? Oh, that's a different website. Jesus, that's uh, um, that's some intricate work. It was actually work. the bulldog that blew Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> that's still that's even more intricate work. What did Jerry Seinfeld do? <laughs> He's on Netflix he blew up. now. He blew uh, Chris Rock. Okay, so uh, did I give my rating? No. <laughs> uh, seven out of ten. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then that leaves you, Joe. What What do you have to um, say about this film? And what are you? I would say okay. Okay. First, um, I think that this film is very interesting in that yes, I w- I will definitely agree to that sentiment of like. Watching this is really, like, not, you know, nothing really compares to this one. Um, And I, my only real gripe in this is that, I mean, of course, it is gross. And it's hard to, like, this is a film that I think is interesting, but it's hard to, like, sell this to someone. Oh, yeah. In terms of, like, um, yeah, like, how... You don't even know. It's hard to figure out like what kind of people would want to watch this. Um, But I will also say there were parts where I was kind of, I did like the anthology aspect, but I wondered if it might work better if like uh, I thought the order of the anthology was kind of like interesting and like I don't know, maybe it would have worked better in a different way. I also thought. Even though I love Bus Driver, the very last Bus Driver scene, after 
the fucking crescendo yeah. of Royal Boil. <laughs> um, it was almost like, um, I don't know if I even, uh, I'm not sure if I needed that scene because I, any movie that ends with just, uh, you know, a boil being fucked, that's like, wow, that, that's a fucking, that's one to think on. <laughs> and it's hard to follow that up, even with Bus Driver, even though I love that man. Um, I would give this maybe like, Six and a half. Six and a half to seven stars, somewhere around there. Okay. Um, I do, yeah, it is quite the experience. And there's a lot of elements of just, like, imagery. Uh, sometimes just for the sake of imagery, right? There's, like, a dick being stabbed, like, almost, like, what? Three different, like, separate times. <laughs> yeah. Four um, or five. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it is interesting, but I do wonder... If like uh, it could have been maybe more connected. Uh, yeah, that's, that's my best. Yeah, way again, to say it. first first you know feature length film, and I feel like yeah, it's just kind of like getting ideas out there. Like it's like like a I think Jules said earlier, it's it's an abstract film of sorts. There's, oh yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, man, great job, everyone. Fucking amazing conversation i had no idea y'all would have so much to say about it this was lit yeah to uh to quote uh george clinton um it's uh it's the shit that's that shit that's that that doo-doo that's that (laughs) doo-doo oh man but yeah uh is there anything we want to oh wait what were you gonna say I was just looking at you because I'm full toasted. Yeah, so <laughs> is there anything else we want to discuss before oh. we head out and then before um, we let Joe yes, recommend yes. the next? I would, um, you know, even before the recommendation, I would like to say, um, I, I guess we should, I could have started the episode with this. I saw Squid Game. Saw the whole first season. Okay. And of course it's kind of like a like a global phenomenon even which oh yeah is wild. my co-workers are talking all about it i'll eventually oh, sit yeah. down and watch it because it's south korean you uh, know. Yeah. i know yes. nothing yes. about it. yeah game. I so think- i mean basically the best way to describe it is like every once in a while in in just modern society we we find ourselves um engaged with something like like lord of the flies uh the hunger games maze runner this uh, Squid Game is almost just a continuation of that, but it's like mixed with like you know, Korean aspects, like Korean drama basically, and it is very interesting. And I do think a lot of y'all would like it because it's even still, it's maybe not what you expect. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get around to it at some point. Rebecca, you said yeah. you've seen Squid Games, right? Yeah, I binge watched it. How do you feel about it? Without, you know, spoiling it. Mm, I liked it. There are a lot of memes going around <laughs> right now. Uh, Looks like the memes are abstract enough. They don't really spoil anything. Yeah, yeah. they so really just... So if I stumble just... into I'm like, oh, I don't know this means, okay. Yeah. yeah. Carry on. Most of the memes are of, like, the first episode. <laughs> so that does... Uh, so far, it's, it's, it's pretty uh, accessible, I would say. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's 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 an interesting. There's the characters are really really interesting for something like this. That's the best way I can say it without spoiling anything. 
Okay. We'll probably get to checking it out at some point. Um, is there anything else any of y'all wanted to I, say before or talk about? In regards to, like, media, I've been watching. I've been having a hard time watching, like, written content because brain is just, like, mm-hmm. been having a hard time just fo- honing in on that. I've just been doing, like, Louis Thoreau and HBO documentaries. And I watched one called The Way Down recently. And it's about this, like, 80s workout program tied to Jesus that just spirals oh, down. Yeah. It's like descent of like absurdity where the woman's hair just keeps getting bigger because oh, yeah. no one will call her out on it. There's like this sad part where like a child is like abused to the point of like death, like oh, locked fuck. in a box and everything during Jesus. a sermon. Like it, and it's like not even done yet. It's like a season type thing. Oh, it God. is. I'm a sucker for religious things have mm-hmm. has anyone seen midnight mass no yeah me me and my yes. girlfriend just watched it. no spoilers that is something i would recommend <laughs> especially if you have it's, religious trauma yeah <laughs> it's a okay. slow burn What's but it gets fucking slow it's burn. netflix okay I'm not it's a slow yeah. burn and i will admit i wasn't into it at first but then after like the fourth ep- like third or fourth episode like halfway through it it takes I, a turn. Yeah, the, the, it is a slow burn. The, the Louis Thoreau stuff on the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh, is, yeah. Um, I haven't watched the third one yet after Fred fucking dropped dead. Um, mm-hmm. That would be fun to see, just to see that whole organization is completely falling apart mm. and dealing with power grabs. I mean, just the way Louis Thoreau does his thing yeah. is always fun. So I love Mike Flanagan's work. Mm-hmm. Is that, the, is that Midnight Speak, Mass? Speaking yeah. of horror. Yeah. Okay. The Mass. haunting of whatever. Oh, is it shows? Haunting of Hill House. Okay. Haunting of Hill House. Haunting of Bly Manor. Netflix been giving him money. Hush. Netflix. Yeah, he's already got money for his next Hush. show. Yeah. Hush, okay. which is about a deaf woman. I've seen Hush. Yes. It's been a minute since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. He also did uh, Doctor yeah, Sleep. I did see Hush. Yes, did Doctor he? Sleep. Yeah. That's right, he well. did. A, a very decent movie. I was entirely surprised by for, the fact that, like, I, I heard for what it is, yeah, like a sequel to a a well known beloved property that directed by Stanley Kubrick was mm-hmm. okay. It was a good movie. I'm in love with so, him. Well, it's interesting uh, because didn't Stephen King originally hate the Stanley I, Kubrick's take on The Shining? Just because Stephen King is just. I mean, he was a cokehead, you know, when he was <laughs> yeah writing all those films. It's, I'm sure he doesn't hate uh, the money he made from it. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> More coke. Stephen King has a nose like Michael Jackson. Didn't he Jackson. also dislike Christine as well? That's John Which, Carpenter, right? No, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I still need to watch the rest of his films. But. I already loved Cujo. Who? <laughs> Stephen, Stephen King? Stephen King. <laughs> 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 or John Rebecca? Carpenter. Rebecca, you were No, something. just that, like, in Hush, they hinted at Midnight Mass. Oh, so it just mm. interesting. Yeah. Well, it has so similar. Guy, he uses like game theory too. Game theory <laughs> is are sands and papyrus kiss. <laughs> that, but that's just a theory. A gay theory. theory. No, 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 they had that film theory channel. They had that film theory in, channel. In, in unison, we have to say, <laughs> but that's just a theory. A game oh, theory. Oh, just a theory. Uh, oh my god! Uh, like I know we we mentioned theory. this a long time ago, oh. but Jules, would you really would you love to reshare quickly your game theory experience in public with Joe? <laughs> yeah. oh, oh my right. god! I'm ready. 
already. Oh it's relevant God. because, you know, Mario's yes. popping off. The I Mario absolutely movie. know what this is. <laughs> okay. Again, wow. I am in the dark. Okay. Oh, this will be a treat. Same. So. Okay. So. What? This was okay. when uh, me and Jules went to. I never and, you know, met. You were this, this, this was January of 2017. And Joe comes to. And I am so excited. And by we mean. Should we even. Nah, no. Nah, nah, fuck no, it. No. Fuck you. You don't get to know where we live unless you pay. Okay. Pay pigs. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, um, anytime we say. You should put in HPP. Okay. Okay. HPV. HPV. HPP. Um, but we are sitting there talking and. You know, lunchroom and Day. dealing with our brains as well, just enjoying each other's company. And oh, yeah. these two individuals <laughs> come to our table and ask if they can sit down. And I am not a bastard. I am not <laughs> evil. Of course, me and Joe go, yeah, totally. Like this place gets packed yeah. easily because it's cheap. It's a cheap fucking community oh, college. They like, of course, sit down. And we're like, of course right, you can. Sure, but. <laughs> I Joe is not used to these people. I am. So I'm just like, okay. I'm, but I'd even thought in my mind, I'm not going to talk to you. Don't even try to talk to me. Like, I'm just going to talk to Joe. I'm not going to force myself to do this. Because um, I've seen, like, the dude we were talking to, like, always on Grinder with, like, use me in this hotel room. I'm a bum. What? B you never told me that. <laughs> Jesus. Are you serious? Yes. This whole this adds a whole new yes. layer to this and, story. And, okay. and, and the girl in our history class noticed the background. I was a bit, I was rude, I'll admit, noticed the furry background on my phone in history <laughs> class and tried to say something, and I went, I didn't want to be friends with furries at the time, so I went, don't worry about it. <laughs> and I left. <laughs> um, now to segue into game theory. I feel like I'll need that backstory a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and Joe, I'm sorry I never told you. Thought I did. Um, so I'm sitting there talking to Joe. And we were talking about... I couldn't tell you, Joe, what we were talking about. Maybe you can chime in on that. Uh, we were just talking about yeah, just, our day or just something random. Yeah. You know? But I'm, um, I've, got, I've got these powers of observation where I'm hearing in the background that they're Ooh. talking about a MatPat game theory video. I don't yes. think I have to explain who MatPat is. Yes. Yeah. I don't know who that is. You don't? No. Big Me YouTube either. channel that literally just talks about video game lore theories. Game theory. Okay. Yes. Literally, that's it. They have a film theory one now, which is equally obnoxious. Yeah. It gets really fucking food stupid. theory too. Like, it gets so okay. bad. Okay. Like, in terms of, like, the reach. Yeah, a lot of people make. have been calling him out on how, like obscene his like theories are lately. i watched i will admit i watched the five nights at freddy's ones in high school yeah what, i didn't want to play them oh, yeah. i just wanted the lore mm -hmm. whatever we all we all watched a little bit they were popular but for sure there's one about <laughs> the dark story of super mario galaxy <laughs> and there super mario galaxy does have a side section I like how this all just goes back into me being Nintendo boy. <laughs> and you learn Rosalina's backstory. And it's kind of like, oh, they were born amongst the stars. And blah, 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 blah. Wow. And in this game theory video, based off Rosalina's hair and eye color and some fucking arm spraining reaches, reaches the conclusion that Rosalina is the daughter of Peach and Luigi. 
and it's like a two-parter video that's probably hits like 30 to an hour long in total, 30 minutes to an hour long in total. That's all the context you need, but I just, I'm just sitting there, and they're talking about that game theory video, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Okay, I guess they're, the guy's like, ex- the, the girl's explaining to him this game theory video, and I'm, I'm hearing her tell the story of like the, the thing beat by beat, and then once the woman reveals to him this, this, this quite immense theory and very heady theory and reveals that Luigi and Peach are Rosalina's parents, dude legit screams at the top of his lungs. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Just like screams in this big empty room with like... 80 foot ceilings like things that just don't end like it's a three foot building that just keeps going and you just hear this huge ceilings glass windows the whole like all eyes are on us now when we're like we're super wide-eyed because we're like yo i begin to have a panic attack what is happening (laughs) you know i mean you okay when it was happening, you would mention, like, I think they're talking about that game theory about Luigi. And I, I laughed it off because how humorous. But then he, th- this dude screams, <laughs> screams, dude. And in we're shock like, and awe. And Jeez. we're like, yo, like, and we, we, you know, we're trying to figure out what do we do? How do we distance ourselves? Did we just leave situation? right away? I mean, we had to. There was no. We weren't going to, you know, look over and be like, are you okay? Like, no. Nope. I remember the first time you told it, you're like, like, you looked at each other and you were like, let's get the fuck out of here. And you yeah. both <laughs> leave now. Because this is just no, like, the ultimate backfire of like, yeah, you can sit down right here. You know, like. I was just trying to be nice. <laughs> nope. Don't like what? <laughs> did y'all think he was going to start yelling at you? He was like, did y'all know about no, this? No, I just didn't want, I just. I it was more so. I'm confused. Yeah. I don't want to be in it's this. It's very room. startling. Yeah. I don't want to think about Rosalina <laughs> and Luigi in that game theory video. I just want to go outside. Yeah. <laughs> I need oh, air. Yeah. And it was just like like people were looking over because they didn't. We cannot stress how much people did not know what was happening, and like. They just looking over, and we're like, even being at this table is is just too dangerous. So let's, we gotta go. Guilty by association. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Oh. oh man. What the fuck, man? Good if, time. If Rosalina was the, I'm looking at Archie's phone. He has pictures of Rosalina pulled up. Like I'm just, I'm just looking at at Rosalina and he's trying to confirm the put the two and two together. <laughs> do his own, do like, own research. Wouldn't she have some APK uh, abilities? What? You know, because is who's the father? You said she, wouldn't she be able to like super jump like Luigi? Is that your? I mean, your... depending upon the game. Who? That's Luigi. I think yes. he's trying to say yeah, based like, on the theory. Is the father? Like, is this the same one where like? Matt Pat had to like explain Punnett squares. I don't think so, but there is one that he does that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking Matt. Wait, Pat. wait, wait. Is that the fucking allele? Fucking yeah. Thing? Wait, then yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the wait, one. Which one? <laughs> the, the my fucking and the, and the Luigi and Peach Rosalina oh. family tree video. Oh my god, it expl- just gets stupid. 
That's all you need. That's right. We're starting beef with Matt Pat, who will never listen to this podcast, but <sighs> fuck you, Matt Pat. Matt Pat, if you really want to redeem your fucking name for the terrible videos you've done, you will give Greg Abbott the ability to walk. <laughs> just so we so, can push Just so, so can break that I may go there and do the job again right, you know, permanently. That is not a legal threat. It's an internet threat. If not, then fuck off. Stop making Yeah, then fuck content. you, Matt Pat. Stop <laughs> fucking quit it. I don't care if you met Obama. We've all met Obama. <laughs> Get out of here. Obama? I'm on with him right now. He's also met the Pope. Jeez. Wait, what the fuck? Why has Matt Pat met the Pope? He's an important guy. He's got theories. I need a yeah, he's got aid. a bunch of theories, and the world Hang needs on. to hear him. I'll check out Matt Pat Obama just to confirm my sources. <laughs> For some reason, my ex was like. I really wish this were a video podcast. <laughs> For some reason, my ex was like. I wouldn't say obsessed with Matt Pat, but she had a, a very fondness for him and his public relationship with his girlfriend. That's not okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, not okay that Matt Pat met the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying it's not okay for him to display his affection for his his wife or his girlfriend. I don't give a fuck. That's uh, that's the <laughs> that's the twink. Is that Matt Pat? <laughs> <laughs> Judge, just so you know, I'm holding up a picture of Fanboy from Fanboy and Chum Chum. Oh my god! My I was like, which looked up who's my, the twink? What, is the Pope the twink? It, it, it popped up my Google image results for Matt Pat Obama. <laughs> Matt Pat Obama. Holy shit! Oh god! Yeah. Run again. So um, wow, is that all for our closing statements? I, for I would like to, to to appreciate yeah. also that Kuso. Is is I, th- I think we've settled on it a, a film about family, and today family. humanity I think is a better yeah. way to put it humanity. Oh yeah, humanity. Which 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 can include family in and of itself. You know, just and humanity, humaneness, and, and just how we can all go to shit. I would just, that's the name of the movie. Poo 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 doo. I would just like to appreciate that it is a film about family. And we got to watch it as a family. Yeah. And that's what it's really about, mm-hmm. is family. Next time, put this on during Thanksgiving. Just Especially be- while you're putting the stuffing in the turkey, you know? Can you yeah. please put the sample of Carrie Fisher saying it's about family somewhere yeah. in this? I'll, I'll do it. I'll okay, do, yeah, yeah, do yeah, all just, the, just, Oh, yeah, we'll get on it. <laughs> do the <laughs> We'll get right on it. <laughs> it's I believe Carrie Fisher misspoke when she said Star Wars is about family. It's about family. And that's what's so powerful about it. Star Wars is about a half Darth Maul with a robot bottom. Star Wars is really about a top half Darth Maul robot and a bottom half Darth Maul robot fighting each other with 20 lightsabers while Obi-Wan is stuck in the middle. But yeah, if if no one has anything else to say, then we'll hear Joe's recommendation. uh, uh, Current events, um, uh, I usually have current events around this time. I mean, the only thing that's really going on, fucking (laughs) the dead ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's it's all made up. The trillion dollar coin. They can eh? print more money. It's all made up. It's all in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah. Kill Mitch. It's just yeah, Kill Mitch. It's a lot of weird shit. Mo- um, Moscow Mitch gotta get, just stab him. Ring his little purple hands. <laughs> like a strong wind could kill the fucker. So why haven't why haven't we done it? That's why he's in DC. The wind's not strong enough yeah. there. Here <laughs> in Kansas, who just lift him away. <laughs>
Oh wait, Joe. Oh, indigenous, it's Indigenous Peoples Day today. Yeah. Also, National Coming Out Day and Mental oh, Health yeah. Day yesterday. Oh, no, okay. National Coming Out Day was yesterday. Yeah. Oh. Today's. Oh. I got a weird fucking email from Uber about that, oh, yeah. and I was just like, "Why are you emailing Is Uber me?" Gay? Uber gay. <laughs> no. It wants to try and. It wants be. to try Uber and be gay. Wants to be. It's I mean, Uber gay. Like most corporations <laughs> do during during Uber Pride. Gay. Now get in the car. <laughs> Uber gay. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, Joe. I, I think we're gonna bring up that horrible Dave Chappelle special before we. Oh, that's right. <laughs> was it that's horrible? Right. I did watch it. Oh boy! Yeah, all, all the tweets um, and everything. He doubles, fucking triples down on just like yeah, just like being transphobic, just defending. Really? He defends the baby. He, he literally called JK himself Rowling. a turf because like he like was bringing up fucking J.K. Rowling and like. How yeah. she got attacked, and he was just like, "Well, I'm Team Turf." Then. Damn, just like, yeah. oh my god, he's joined it's... the other, the the Joe Rogans of the world, and I, and, and, and 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 Joe has brought this up, the, this word up a lot, or or the verb the of Joe Roganing, the of Joe Roganing, the Roganing. Of, of other celebrities, yes, <laughs> happening yes. to Will Smith, to Dave Chappelle. Oh no, <laughs> it was kind of rough because obviously. You know, Dave Chappelle is a big influence on me. I gave you Dave Chappelle showed the full series DVDs for your birthday. No, it's okay. It's <laughs> Look, they're it was still funny. Yo, that fucking is that a hate crime? <laughs> That's up to Joe. <laughs> God damn it! Um, but but I mean, <laughs> look, yeah. it's like. At least with the other specials when he was being, like, he transphobic. Was, like, he seemed like he was at, thinking about it. At least he... But the thing is, at least he was crafting jokes. He's not even fucking telling jokes in the special. Wait, was Joe. he priming us? Hi. <laughs> yeah. oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Joe and I were talking about this a couple of days ago, and we touched on that exact thing. Like, the... It seems like Dave, Dave Chappelle's whole thing is, like, poking the bear, and that's the whole joke. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not... That's, you're not you're not really you're not really doing anything of substance. You're not really like if it, it feels like the YouTube um, titles. It says uh, Dave Chappelle says something offensive about transgender. It should say Dave Chappelle says something funny. You, you know what I mean? Like and that's and it, it also shows. Not, not saying that these things shouldn't be talked about like that's what this generation is all about is about those tough conversations that is going to move us into the future but it's not supposed to be in in this way you know and, and another terrible thing is that Dave Chappelle is a heavy heavy ass influence you know a lot of people look up to him for uh, rightly for certain things that he says in certain um uh topics but in other topics he's just not He's not supposed to be the one that motherfuckers listen to. Yeah. And and like, the thing is, is a lot of motherfuckers are gonna get their uh, ideas on transgender issues from a cis black male, which is it sounds like a Mad Lib. Exactly. They're 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 looking towards this this chocolate headed man. Yes. <laughs> old old little Bill grown looking ass. Would you say <laughs> he's gone the same path as like Louis C.K. after he got like. No, quote unquote. Well, I mean more so in terms of like just I don't know offending to I, offend. I haven't almost. heard Louis C.K.'s comedy ever since he's. he's I got saw canceled. like a clip and it just said enough to me. Like, okay, you're just. He definitely seemed bitter about it in some mm-hmm. of the comedy I heard. Like, Louis C.K. He's not exactly sorry for the things he did, but he's more like sorry that he got caught. Mm-hmm. Essentially, Louis right. C.K. seems like he's still trying to generate jokes. What? How? how um bitter or how how um you know 
whatever quality they may be. It seems like I don't even I, I don't I don't want to compare Dave Chappelle to, to Sam Hyde. I, I think that would be still, oh, still the same is, thing. Like Sam, parallels because, are parallels. They're not always one to one. Yeah, Sam, Sam Hyde. He's, even he's trying to make jokes with the with the fucked up shit he's he's presumably doing. But Dave, Dave Chappelle, he's not even comedy. He's not Nothing even doing comedy. Really, anymore. Dave Chappelle is. Yeah, he's, he's like, making. He kind of coasts by because like one of the things that people look up to Chappelle for is like storytelling and he's been doing that a lot lately. Yeah. And like most of the special is just him just like just recounting like his reactions. But the show will be funny because Morgan Freeman in the trailer. <laughs> and that's the thing. He has a lot of like there's a lot of people behind him. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people like that's just Chappelle being Chappelle. I, yeah, and I think I think what hey, also I was about to say that sounded like a what Italian. also <laughs> is a huge fucking kind of flaw and a really uh, troubling thing is that like he used this this um, this trans woman that he like made friends with a couple years ago basically as like the token, like when he's like yeah, talking really. about trans people, and it's kind of a. Uh, it's a tough thing to talk about because he brings it up in the special, but this woman ended up uh, taking her life. And uh, I don't know, a lot of it ties into, I guess, just the online criticism that she got from defending Chappelle. But I don't know, like, it feels like he's trying to, like, parade this woman that he knew that w happened to be trans as, like, I can't be transphobic. I have a, I'm friends with. I can't Someone be racist. I yeah. have a black friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And um, he literally brings up, you know, this uh, this this girl he knew was named Daphne. Mm -hmm. He brings up Daphne. And then at the end of the special, he still calls her a man. It's like, Jesus, yeah. dude. But he, it's it's okay because he's aware. He know he made the joke. Mm, it's okay because he, he look up feminist definition and... <laughs> Oh my he god, yeah. There's a part where he's oh, like yeah. talking about feminists and shit like that. <laughs> oh boy. No better than the chuds on YouTube, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. But, yeah, that's Dave Chappelle now. <clears throat> I don't know if I've mentioned this to any other people, Joe, but do you remember when those first specials came out? Yes, I do. And do you, you know why I remember? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to tell the listeners? Ah, dude. So when those specials came out, uh, you know, like when we all heard that Dave Chappelle was coming back and was getting like what, like they told us like yeah, four new specials on Netflix and two like, right off the oh, bat. Shit. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, oh, cool, Chappelle. But then he came back and he, yeah, he was really, he was not holding back about trans jokes. See, what I called him, it was like. 2004 type trans jokes because he had even in that first special he had a joke about like you know the the trans women are going into clubs and then uh and then tricking dudes They're into tricking. like having sex with them okay. you know it was jokes like that and was like what dude um and i remember them because at, around this time was when i came out as yeah. trans and so some people not y'all but some people in my life would be like oh you're trans. Have you seen Chappelle's new special? Yeah. Because well, yeah. it's so funny, and he talks about you, and it's I'm, great. I'm bringing that up, Joe, because we were watching one of the specials together, and 
it was a little bit like jarring to hear but like that was the time you were coming out to me and we were like really like right in the middle of watching the special and he had just made these like jokes so i was just like i was like i don't know if you were doing a bit at first (laughs) it was just it was just the weird timing of like hearing this man like say all these jokes directed at trans people and that's so funny that's so funny that i'm glad you take it the right way no, even for a split second, you were like, is this a bit? <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Damn, I forgot that I did that in the middle of that special. But I, I mean, I don't know. People kept talking about it, and I was like, I guess I got to deal with this. Um, yeah, that's my takeaway. It's also, yeah, uh, watch for yourself if you want to. But yeah, I would say it's as bad as people have said it is. It's fucking 70 minutes of him just being a crybaby of, oh, people are mad at me because I said transphobic things. Uh. It's the, dude, it's the cancel culture thing, but he's he's never been yeah, canceled. Yeah, it's that meme of like Weird. famous comedians like, they're trying to cancel me. And then meanwhile, famous comedian is like getting specials left and right yeah. <laughs> from Netflix and shit like that. Yeah. Fuck J.K. Rowling. Yeah, fuck J.K. Rowling. Yeah, straight up, dude. I never cared about Harry Potter in the first place. Dobby can eat my dick. <laughs> it's not about a fight against free speech. It's a fight against the thought that you're free from consequences. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah. Motherfucker. There you go. Freedom of speech does not mean you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you can just yeah, just get away without consequences. Like freedom of speech. More. I like, want you to say what you want to say, so I know to fucking go away. Yeah, from you exactly. And not talk to you, and not yeah. give you money by listening to your music on Spotify, and avoid you at all costs. Mm-hmm. Fuck you and what you stand for. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Shit, son. Um, okay. Mike drop. Can I just say, I mean, this is uh, this is a crazy thing to say, and I'm kind of drunk. But I did tell this to Archie <laughs> and one other person. Watching this special and, like, you know, figuring out what I want to criticize it about, it, it almost felt futile. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, there's already people mm-hmm. online that are like, this is just Chappelle being Chappelle. And, like, yeah, you're being too sensitive. You, you're offended because uh, you're trans. And, exactly. like, and like exactly. I mean, yeah, for a while, Chappelle could get away with, like, just not, like, sticking to, like, you know, just structured jokes and just going, you know. Women can't criticize misogyny. They're not the ones doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, um, the voice that you did with <laughs> Jesus. This is a good one. I, I, I'm going to say it right now. For the people, <laughs> our, you know, our, our beautiful handful of listeners, I'm going to eclipse Dave Chappelle at some point. Hell yeah. I don't know when, but I'm going to work on it. Say it louder. Well, as he said, this was his last special for Netflix and that he's quote unquote going to go away for a while and stop talking about the LGBT LMNOQ people. He's lying. He's just wow. going to move. Yeah, that's been his <laughs> joke. He's just, so he's just going to move yeah. wow, to InfoWars. Like the whole one joke. <laughs> yeah, he refers to... one joke conservatives have. Yeah, one joke conservatives have. Yeah, he's, he refers to them as the alphabet people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just going to move to InfoWars. Attack Info helicopter. <laughs> Joe, you might as well just give up. You're never going to be as funny as that. <laughs> I will fucking... I will take <laughs> comedy steroids. I think that was the most draining thing is like 
he did You're it. Not even a, original. Well, not only that, oh, but like no. the audience that they had for the special, like they were just clapping eating and laughing up. and eating it Ooh. up. Like, <laughs> and it just goes to show, like, yep, like people, like, like this is where we're still at. <laughs> Joe, I think I know the f- the first place you should start in your quest to e- eclipse um, Dave Chappelle. Okay, David Chappell. Make the second conservative joke. We don't know what it is yet. We don't even know if there is one. I think it involves women. That's my guess. Yeah. I, you might be right. You might be women right. Women or the gays. That's all we got. Oh, no, immigrants. Bad. Immigrants. Immigrants. Yeah, immigrants. immigrants. Oh, yeah, dude. They have one for each um, um, minority. So th- there, there's, there's, one, there's one joke. <laughs> they need to make the second joke, and you'll be famous forever. And you can write that joke and be, I, I did it. Mimi, I make the do do. And, and and anytime any conservative person quotes that one joke, that the second one joke royalties. Um, you, for, yeah, royalties, and then you get to be like, ha, they and, don't know. And, it was and you made help by a them. bunch of YouTube essay creators in making so much <laughs> content that goes on for way too long. And then that also <laughs> creates more fans and of you. Eventually, you. Matt Pat gets to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> and you kill Matt Pat for what he did to us. Yes. This is the end game, Joe. <laughs> the, the all of the world's misfortunes started with Matt. He seems like a nice guy. I don't think he started it, but he's going to end it. <laughs> he seems like a. <laughs> it, is is the hate for Matt Pat really? He seems like an okay dude, just like really fucking annoying. Like the kind of guy that like he sits it next to you at the lunchroom table. He Hi goes, guys. What the fuck? And then you're just like, please don't talk to me, Matthew Patrick. Please don't. Like oh, and God. subscribe for more. You're still talking, <laughs> Matthew Patrick. I said no. Yes, exactly. He's the kid who's like, you know, you're like in middle school. He sits next to you and he's like, did you know that Metroid's a girl? And you're like, all right, man. Well, first of all, dude, Metroid's not the name of the character. Didn't ask you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Though. Didn't want you to tell me. I, I feel dumber knowing. <laughs> well, that's just a theory. Let's just say let's just, let's just say this. <laughs> Brian David Gilbert is the Matt Pat we deserve. Yes, a hundred percent. Brian David Gilbert is the Matt Pat. The and world he needs to deserves. upload more. He quit more. Polygon. Oh no, good. But have you seen his YouTube channel? I have, and it's still perfect. The ice cream video is so good. It's so good. I hope all the <laughs> listeners get this reference, but they probably won't. Some, some won't. <laughs> well, if you don't know Check Brian David first. Gilbert, first of all, fix your fucking yeah. life. Second of watch, all, watch Brian David Gilbert. Watch Fuck wa- you. Watch the one where Mario does war crimes. Okay. Now, while we're on the subject of Mario, <laughs> see, oh are the sexiest Castlevania characters. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, unfortunately, I did not really play a lot of Castlevania. So it doesn't matter. You can still watch I, the video. It's pretty funny. You can still tell if a bone skeleton snake is sexy. Okay. Whether you want to fuck that cartilage or not. Yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. You ever look at a zombie and be like... Oh. What is Joe's recommendation? Yeah. So oh, I, yeah, I think right. um, we've talked for too long, so we have to end this at some point. We're almost reaching two hours, so might as well end it here but yeah thank you so much for the discussion all right take it away joe what 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 do you want to recommend are we still going to keep up with the halloween themes oh 
Oh yes, as you all know, um, by the time we record and put out the next episode, it will still be spooky season, you know, the end of October, and I thought, you know what, fuck it, what better way to celebrate this fucking spookiest of a season, we're gonna do it, we're gonna fucking finally do American Psycho, okay? Oh goddamn, uh, Jesus. Oh, that's right. Guns are blazing. Okay, Damn. I'm gonna fuck this movie. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Raw. Of course, I thought we we're gonna save raw. this for like like the 50th episode special, you know, to tie it back to our name. But fuck it. <laughs> Might well, as well go know. in now. <laughs> Might as well. I'm assuming then, everyone um, in this room has seen mm-hmm. American Psycho. I've never. Okay. I've I've never finished really? American Twice. Psycho. Wow, really? Two or three times. I've watched it. I've watched it several times. I've never finished it. Interesting. Okay. My my ID has me in an American Psycho costume. Really? I got my ID <laughs> short. That's right. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Oh I'm God. sorry, listeners. Oh. I I wish you could see this part, but. You have to just believe it was Halloween Jules. 2016. <laughs> <laughs> and you you actually dressed up you as like Patrick the guy Day. with I, the better business card. I I I got a haircut because I had a meltdown oh, and wanted to get a job show. at Wells Fargo, and then I regretted it. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna rock this. I'm gonna do American Psycho. That's fucking awesome. Did you get the job at American at uh, Wells Fargo? <laughs> no, American thank God. Fargo. <laughs> American Fargo. <laughs> Wells I, Wells Psycho. Yeah. Wells Psycho. Wells Psycho. <laughs> Um, I will say, I mean, listen, this is obviously, this is a big step for this podcast. So, I mean, we're probably going to have some guests. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll figure it out. (laughs) We'll fucking see. Hell yeah, dude. We'll finally, I feel like we just got to rip it off like a bandaid. And of course, everyone has something to say about American Psycho. And I've actually read the book so I can, (laughs) I've read the book in, uh, let me tell you, there's some shit that goes on in that book. That's all I'll say. But yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah. we'll just be jumping into American Psycho uh, next episode. But yeah, I guess we'll do the, the ending shit now. Got to do the plugs for the socials. Yeah. Yeah. So follow us on the Instagram. Like and subscribe. Follow us at Videotapes Podcast. Um, we you could send us an email. Uh, uh, the, 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 what is the email? Uh, fuck. We dot miss dot blockbuster at gmail dot com. Thank you, Joe. And we also no accept voicemails. Uh, just go to our anchor website, anchor dot fm slash videotapes podcast. Please, we want to hear your lovely voices. Tell us how you feel about anything we've discussed. Um, how do you feel about shit and come? <laughs> And uh, yeah, I think that's life. <laughs> I think that's all we can really say. <laughs> um, Jesus, uh, anyone anyone here want to put out their socials? Yeah, does anyone want have anything to promote? Don't follow me. <laughs> Don't stalk me. Okay, I think yeah, our buddy Leech here would love to plug his shit. It seems today that all we see is violence and movies and Cut sex here. on TV. Okay. Cut it here. Right, we got it's doing it. Cut it here. 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 Cut it here.